This is a Thunder Dog podcast. Who dry cleans jeans? Oh, I changed the reservation to Chili's. I could work here for years. 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 That's not true. I know how to delegate. The first message is, I love you, from me. Jane is cold. If she was on the other side of a train and she wasn't moving, you might think she was dead. Announcement. My uncle bought me some fireworks. <laughs> How's traffic? I miss you. Welcome, everybody, to MSG MSA. Howdy. Michael Scott gives me social anxiety. I am one of the hosts. And I am the other host. Howdy. Um, in this podcast, we talk about the episodes of The Office, and this episode is episode season two, episode seven, The Client, is what we're discussing here. Yep, that's this one. And I know we just watched it. We did. But I'm sure you've forgotten already, so allow me to take the liberty to remind you what it is. Okay, as long as you do it quick. Yeah, I'll do it really quick, like 280 characters or less. Is that is that quick enough for you? Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay, this is directly 280 characters, so listen up. Oh, wow. Michael finally shines bright like a diamond when he and Jan go to make a sale to the county, which they nail, and then Michael and Jan hang out afterwards. Also, Jim uses his leadership ability to rally the office to read Michael's movie, which then devolved into weirdness with Pam. Facts. I'm a little sad you didn't go for he nailed the meeting and then nailed her. Um, I was going to make a clever play like that, but I can't have my voice say uh, those because words. Because I did make a, play, a clever play like that. Woo! Let's hear it. A meeting at Chili's between Michael, a recently divorced Jan, and a county representative is a home run in more ways than one. Meanwhile, Jim leads the office in a table read of Threat Level Midnight, Michael's secret screenplay. Hmm. That feels good to me. Yeah, I'm short. Let's get into it. Jan's back. Jan's back. First first shot, Jan's back. Yeah. Is this the Looney Tunes? Because we're back in action. Jan's here. First shot, Jan's in. What's the cold opening? I've forgotten already. Is that... Oh, that's the jeans thing. Casual Friday. Oh, Yeah. Nothing nothing relevant. It's all it's just for a good joke. Yeah. It's a pretty fun joke. Well we're starting to get into cold opens, like legit solid cold opens that don't relate to the story, which is a thing to do with the office. Mm-hmm. Pretty much just like one segment joke. This one was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. They get better as they go on. Yeah. Who dry cleans jeans? Michael loves the way he looks in jeans. That's the joke. Is yeah. Michael is weird when he puts jeans on. Yeah. Makes which, sense. Which, you know. Michael's always weird, though. Pam rolls him up, throws him underneath her desk just to uh, avoid it. But Jan's back, and they're going to a meeting. And I love this episode because getting right to it, Jan doesn't trust Michael, as she shouldn't, because Michael's not good at his job. But what Michael is good at is being a salesperson. I love this episode because Michael shines bright like a diamond because he's in his element of being in a salesperson's position, which he clearly demonstrates in this episode. And I feel like this is the most optimal example of Michael is meant to be a salesperson. Mm -hmm. He can be so charming and so persuasive and everything. He pulls the bait and switch. He goes in the back way Mm -hmm. where he's like, we're going to be friends. We're not going to focus on business at all, which Jan doesn't like. Yeah. Jan just wants to get down to brass tacks. Yeah. But he takes the personal personable route. And then like towards the end when they're good buddies, that's when he's like, Talking about he, how the bigger the businesses, sell. yeah, yeah. To I don't know what the guy's name is, Samuel. I don't, don't know, know something. To this guy, the person from the county, yeah. the county that they're in, 
who will buy paper for schools and hospitals. Uh-huh. Big client for Dunder Mifflin. They won't need to downsize, really. Poor Devin. Yeah, if poor Devin. <laughs> Two episodes late. <laughs> if they get this client. And you're right. Like, Michael can't be a nice person or a good person in normal settings. But, man, he can work a sale. Mm-hmm. And Jan would ruin it. Jan was going to mess it up because bottom line was Buddy only wanted the cheapest sale they could possibly get. Yeah. And Jan was ready to talk business and that kind of thing. But Michael got the sale because of that reach around that he did. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he he talked about it. And then at the very end, he's like, the big businesses, what they're going to do is they're going to get you and then they're going to raise prices. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's, Uber's going to do. Yeah. To taxis. Is it? That's why they're so cheap. Oh. Um, but Clever. And I think that's why Michael works for a small business. Yeah. Because that's an option. He can take the personality, like, buddy-buddy route. Whereas if he worked at one of those big warehouse businesses, he doesn't have that opportunity. It's just, this is what we offer. You can you can take it. Mm-hmm. In this way, like, he says, like, I'll give you my business, but you got to meet me halfway. That's, like, an option that's an option you have yeah. when you're a bit smaller and you can like, you actually know the person that is their only selling point mm-hmm. is that they can provide that customer service because when you're part of the big business chains, you're part of the big business chains and they can't put that care into, into you like Dunder Mifflin can, because it's like a mom, a mm-hmm. little bit bigger than a mom and pa, but, but yeah, they, they have regions and every region has yeah. three to four salesmen, right? A small to medium size paper company mm-hmm. this meeting i love it because i love michael when he's in his element yeah we've never seen michael be competent before really. yeah like ugh. and for most of the episode we think like michael you're ruining this like we're on jan's side mm-hmm. like michael just get in get out this this isn't how business is done yeah and then he pulls the bait and switch he gets the dude hook line and sinker he gets exactly what he wants yeah michael could have so like why doesn't michael have friends why can't he just act like that when he's with normal people. Why is he a weirdo when he's the boss? I don't know. He's so good as a salesman. It makes like That makes me cringe. That makes me want to die. Because Michael can do it. And he's so good at doing it. But he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, Anything else about the meeting? They, the meeting goes well. Like I love the meeting. Yeah. I like, mean, the guy is super receptive to Michael's brand of comedy. Mm-hmm. Like even the super rehearsed jokes that come from a book that he has in the office. Yeah. He loves that car joke. That went hard for, yeah. for Mr. County man. Yeah. Quite the reaction. Mm-hmm. I love that actor. He's so, so weird. I don't know his name, but me neither. Who cares? Yeah. The meeting was good. I love seeing Michael and his element, but like mm-hmm. returning that, to Chili's. Yeah. His element is Chili's. It is. I mean, Last no time question. his chilies didn't go so well. No, but now Michael's in his prime. He's uh, not pretending to be something he's not. Yeah, there's no public uh, performance. Yeah. This time. Um, I feel like this the meeting is a good jump off place for two things. Michael is competent in some things. He mm-hmm. is good at being a salesperson, just not a manager or anything else. Yeah. But this is also the first step into dangerous waters for Michael's love life. It's true. Very troubled waters up ahead for him. Jan Levison ghoul minus the ghoul. What happened to the ghoul? Was he killed? No, no, he just didn't want babies divorce. So, and Jan wants the babies. Yeah. He's out of there. And now the very end, they get the sale. Good job, Michael and Jan 
They're Jan- celebrating. Jans- they go for the hug. Michael goes for the kiss, and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. They Over have, the line. They have no reason. Yeah. No reason to kiss at no. all. Jan no. and Michael kiss after they get the sale. Because it's very Michael instigated first. And then she doesn't pull away. And then she goes for it. Yeah. You can see it in her smile when Michael gets, like, she mm-hmm. knows that she's Michael like, has oh, the sale. She's like, good. yeah, like, I uh, I'm it. sure it gets her, gets her going. Like, yeah. it revs her engine. Like, the skill and complexity of his sale. Mm-hmm. But, like, Michael had no reason to do that. Maybe it was innocent, like, excitement, but, like, that's still not okay. No, yeah, you don't. In the slightest. You don't ever. just, like, go for that ever. No. Especially, like, ever. But, like, it being your boss is, like, an extra level of weird, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, zero tolerance. But yeah. then they're somehow even weirder. Yeah. But Jan is into it. Yeah. And Thankfully. Back. And then it's Jan's idea to continue yeah. that relationship on, on that particular night. Mm-hmm. It's Jan who has unhealthy relationships. Yeah, Jan's a mess. Yeah. And Michael just falls for it. Yeah. I don't know, a one-night stand, that's not something I know much about or have much experience with, but, like, that's pretty much what it was. For Jan, yeah. Mirroring that, again, Jim and Pam. Oh, boy. Do we want to do Jim and Pam, or do we want to do Threat Level Midnight first? I think we can do a little bit of both. Let's start from the beginning and sort of trudge through Mm -hmm. it. So, when... So, Michael calls towards the beginning of the meeting... He calls Pam. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, I need you to f- look at some data for me. Yep. And that data is jokes. Like, he has them all memorized. He just needs to be reminded of them. Yeah. Because, like, Pam says the first four to five words. And he's like, oh, yeah, that one, that one. Yeah, he that laughs one's out good. Start it again. <laughs> yeah. And then Pam's being a little snoop. Mm-hmm. And she finds something special in Oh, yeah, Michael's that is office. how it starts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She finds something a little special. A little special. Delivers it straight to Jim. Mm-hmm. Who knows what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Threat Level Midnight. Yeah. Michael's screenplay. Yeah. That is seen throughout everything. Like, it's throughout this show. Yeah. And it's awesome. Oh, it's it's real something. So Jim, using his leadership abilities as he does, rallies the, the characters of the office. Mm-hmm. Even Dwight. Even Dwight's mm-hmm. in it. Dwight resists for a minute. But when he's offered the lead role mm-hmm. in the table read, he gets on in there. He can't turn it down. No, no question. He, he wants Dwight's weird because he like wants to be in charge, and I guess the lead role is almost like being in charge. Yeah, or the center of attention. But yeah, center of attention more so than being in charge because Jim is still leading the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Or clearly is. Mm-hmm. Jim is so good, but he's so wrong. Mm. So so wrong. And we'll get to that in a second. He's right, but he's wrong. They read. Yeah, so they read through good old Threat Level Midnight. Mm-hmm. Character Catherine Zeta-Jones. That's just a person. Yep, just a... Yeah. That's just it? a very attractive woman yeah. that Michael has decided is now his assistant. Yeah. Uh, and Samuel L. Chang, his um, not-so-handy second-hand man. Yeah, I didn't like that the name there. I like Ryan's initial, like, I don't know how to read this. I'm just going to say the line. And then the further he gets into it, the more animated Asian accent comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Like he gets into it. He gets comfortable in it. And like, and everybody does like Mm -hmm. everyone has their role. Phyllis is 
is, is Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Uh, Dwight is Michael Scarn, the lead character, mm-hmm. FBI agent. Uh, Oscar's Golden Face. And Jim is the uh, reads the stage directions. Yeah. Does anyone else get an, a speaking role? Um, not that we see. Yeah, they but all we, have scripts. We so. know there are more characters. We just don't see anyone else acting. Yeah. Did Pam play anyone? I don't know, cause Pam. So Roy comes in partway through the read, and he's like, "It's time to go," and she's like, "Oh, I have to stay and work late." Yeah. Doing and, this. And he like just kind of looks at what's going on. He's like, "Really?" Yeah. But Pam like sticks to her guns, which is nice yeah. to see her do. And like she's like, "Yeah, no, I'm staying." Mm-hmm. And then I think she, I think Roy gives her the keys, the car keys or something. Sure like he Roy, can just get a ride with uh, someone else, Daryl or someone, Daryl or someone. Yeah. Roy's mentioned again at the start of this, and how a terrible boyfriend he is. Oh yes. Um, oh yes. So it's nice that the relationships are coming back into this place because there was such weirdness in this episode and the last episode with mm-hmm. Jim being a yeah, they're really pushing hard weirdo. Really pushing hard on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the table read ends when they find a typo. Yep. Dwit. The character Samuel L. Chang appears to have previously been Dwight. Mm-hmm. But it was like changed with a control or command F mm-hmm. search and replace uh, mechanic. But that doesn't work when you misspell it. Misspell the name. It's a keyword. So there's one especially mean line where Michael Skarn says, You're such an idiot. Dwit. Dwigged. D W I G T. Yeah. He misses the H. So at that point, Dwight is just like, well, okay, we're done. Uh, yeah. My uncle gave me fireworks. Who wants to go shoot them off? And then we see him shooting them off. Only Kevin went with him. Yeah. How sad is that? Did they finish the reading? They probably not, right? I'm sure that everyone else went Well, home. he said, like, let's take a break. Ha- take a break. An intermission. Grab some food. Yeah. He makes grilled cheese. We'll get into that. But... Yeah, I don't know. They don't really say whether they finish it. Yeah, because then they, or Jim's hungry, and as Pam, mm-hmm. she's hungry, so they get make the grilled cheese. Pam gets some drinks. They go up to the roof and watch Dwight and Kevin dance around his yeah, uncle's like fireworks. Dude, dude jumps over the lit fireworks. Yeah, bad idea. Yeah, super duper bad idea. They've got citronella candles. <laughs> yeah, for the bugs. For the bugs. Um, because bugs love grilled cheese. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about those grilled cheese? The technique made in it? I, um, like I didn't. No. No, I just meant like that whole. Oh, section. That whole section. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that that's the last we see of Threat Level Midnight for a while. Mm-hmm. But it does come back. A long time. Yeah, it, it does, does come back. Because I actually love that that through line with this because you'll we'll see later that it gets made. Mm-hmm. And it gets made in within these next couple of seasons because some new characters come in and they're a part of it. Yeah. And it's nice that it takes five years, but it eventually gets made. Yeah. Plus the years that we haven't seen him writing that script. Yeah. Who knows how long he's been working on that? Yeah. Probably longer than you should have. Yeah. Because it's a full script. Like, bas- generally speaking, scripts are a page a minute. Yeah. Or a minute a page, yeah. whatever. So if he's doing like a full length movie... That's like 90 to 120 pages that he mm. wrote. And a I'm not, lot. I mean, it's probably, it might still be in first draft state. Cause like some of the dialogue's very clunky. Like yeah. we said, you were such an idiot. Dwigged. Yeah. He hasn't reviewed it. Yeah. He's not perfect, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, threat level midnight. Do you think if they hadn't found it, Michael would have eventually shared it? I think he would have to, because he uses the characters as actors. He uses the people in the office as, the, as his actors. But like, how does Michael find out that they... Does he? Well, eventually it gets made, so they'd have to be like, oh yeah, I know about uh, this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. That's I don't remember an episode where they talk about them finding out. Yeah. I feel like they just... I'm sure Michael just brought it to them and was like, hey... And they played dumb? Yeah, yeah. I oh, guess. What's this, Michael? And then did it. Because in that case, eventually Jim plays Golden Face. Right. And Toby gets blown up in a super dramatic experience. And Holly's back. You don't see it till way, oh, way, way, geez. way later. I think, we, I think now it's time for deep dive into Jim Pam territory. Jim, like the past three episodes, right? Last mm-hmm. episode. And then the episode before he did something super duper weird. Uh, the episode before was the fire. I don't know. Well, no, episode it was Halloween. F- Halloween just Halloween. Came out. Yeah, Halloween. Did he do anything weird in Halloween? They they were buddy buddy in Halloween. I know that. Oh no, Pam does the thing on Halloween, where he she's like take the job and he gets weird. Mm-hmm. So he. So That's yeah, no, still he's still super acting weird. These past three episodes, why is Jim a Back up, buddy. Yeah, Jim, like, Jim's getting very overattached. Stop what you're doing. It. This is too much of a buildup for me. Like, yeah. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Um. So th- three episodes ago, Halloween, Pam innocently says, "You should take a job that is better than this job," and he gets mad. Yeah. He gets hurt. Last episode was the whole like, "I'm gonna pick you up in front of everyone in a weird display of affection." Yeah, weirdness kind of thing. And she gets mad. Yeah. And then this episode, well, okay. I think we have to start from the beginning for this episode. I think so too, but I just, I'm just so disgusted by Jim's actions. Yeah, he's a bad boy. Yeah. So they're playing some sort of game, or they're just talking about their worst first dates over lunch. Mm-hmm. Oscar's talking about his worst first date with a lady. Which does sound pretty bad. She yeah. printed out a background check and asked him through dinner, line by line. Yeah, that, that's a little... Type A, mm-hmm. a little neurotic, perhaps. I'd say so. Um, and then it's Pam's turn to tell her story, and that is a first date where she went to a minor league hockey game with. I thought it was a high school hockey game. Was it a high school? That's super minor league then. Yeah. Um, hockey game with, on a first date, he brought his brother. And you see the brother later, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so weird. And then she goes to the bathroom, the game ends, and they leave her. Mm-hmm. And they have to come back to get her. Could you imagine? I mean, okay, I'm sure. So it's revealed that that's Roy that did that. Yeah, because Kelly asked, tell yeah. him that's not your fiance. Yeah. And it turns out it was Roy it who was. did that. So, like, I have to imagine Roy has had a beer or a dozen. With Probably. His, at the game. Yeah, with which, his brother. Probably not. They're probably not serving beer at a high school game, but I'm sure he brought some. True. Um, True. But like, I'm sure he was plenty wasted and he's also a dick. Mm -hmm. And if he can't treat his fiance with respect, how could he treat a first date with respect? Yeah. Right. Like, I don't think it's a surprise that Roy is a douche. It's proof that. Roy has been the same way yeah. from what we see him now from the first day they dated. And yeah. Pam, you just got to... We don't give in, get any indication of when that was. Mm-hmm. We know they've been engaged for three years. Yeah. 
But we don't know how long they dated before that, I don't think. That's such a long time, eh? Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's what's so... It eventually gets to it. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's just like an underlayer of why this is so bad. Yeah. Um, so that story comes out. Mm-hmm. Later... They go on their rooftop dinner. At the intermission, they get their grilled cheese, they get their pop, and they go up to the roof, light the candles, mm-hmm. and watch the show of Dwight and Kevin jumping over the fireworks, and yep. they're having a nice little time. And then the next day... Oh, before they go, before oh. they leave... Oh, yes. Wow. Very important. Jan and Michael are gone. Jan's Smooshing boobs. Yeah. Technical term. They share a listening of a song together. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. It is nice. It's so cute. Yeah. That's... That is the peak of adorableness. Yeah, that's a that's some date shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that is so intimate. Yeah. That sharing like sharing your headphones in that kind of way. So intimate. So Which cute. makes me think that I got very intimate with my friends the first time I got an MP3 player in grade mm, four. There's certain things like that that like trigger me. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh that's it's just thing. very sweet. Yeah, exactly. It's just cute. It's and nice. Apparently they swayed mm-hmm. or to the music in gyms. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get into it. The yeah. next day. The next day. Jim at Pam's desk. Uh-huh. There's gossip about Michael and Jan cuz obviously yeah. Dwight saw the, Dwight saw Jan get out of the cab, Angela saw Jan get out of a cab and get her mm-hmm. car in the morning. She and, did the walk of shame, classic. Yeah, nice. So Jim's spreading the rumors to to Pam. Uh-huh. Being like Jan whatever left her car here last night. Yeah. Maybe Michael Scarn got his Angelina Jones or whatever. <laughs> sure. Um so, and then he says the words that make me want to die. Some could say that we had our first date last night. And Pam is just like, no, 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 no. Why no. would they say that? Yeah. That's not what it was. Yeah. God. So, Why are you a weirdo, Jim? And Jim doesn't just like stop at like, oh, that was a joke. Sorry if it was weird. Yeah. He's just like, no, it was like, think about it. We had dinner. We saw a show. We danced. Tries to convince her. That it was a date. Why? Why is he trying? What is the end benefit? Pro tip to all my dudes out there. Yep. And my ladies. Uh-huh. I don't care. If you think it's a date, be upfront about that. Yeah. Because there's miscommunication doesn't work if one of you thinks you're in a relationship and the other one doesn't. <gasps> she has a fiance. She has a girlfriend. Jim has a girlfriend. He has a Katie. What is happening right now? Why is Jim, for these past three episodes, acting so gosh darn weird? Like, why is Jim the center of social anxiety and not Michael right now? Past three episodes, Michael has done some things. Jim's done the most. Yeah, Jim's been a bad, bad friend. Yeah. Like, it's like, just bizarre. Like, I'm sure some people would claim it's like, oh, he's getting friend sound. But no, they're just friends. Anyone who ever says that, oh, I can't even say oh, yeah, that. friend zone is bad. It's a bad concept, and no one should uh, believe in it. But you, just because you're friendly with someone, just because someone's nice to you, doesn't mean, or just because you are nice to someone, doesn't mean they owe you anything mm-hmm. sexual. Even they don't even have to be your friend if you're nice to them. That's just called decency. Yeah, exactly. It's called being a person, right? So, um, but like Jim's not being like perverted about it he's not he's not like requesting sexual favors or anything no he's very romantically inclined not sexually inclined yes which is better but not good there yeah 
there are beats in this conversation and you know he's taking it too far but he still is persistent on this was a date here's why yeah. pam's like not having it pam's yeah. like no it wasn't it, a date yeah we, we why would out? anyone call it a date we, we didn't dance yeah exactly we swayed maybe which like i mean i haven't been to a dance since about grade eight mm-hmm. you're missing out mm. i'm not a dancer <laughs> but like dancing in grade eight like when they put on a slow song mm-hmm. it was swaying yeah but that was like hands on hips hands on shoulders yeah and i'm gonna assume that didn't go down they didn't show us in the yeah. episode but like i'm gonna assume they were both autonomous beings mm-hmm. connected only by a headphone and they were swaying like that mm-hmm. rather than like pam putting her hands around his neck and then jim like putting his hands on her waist yeah i'm gonna assume that didn't happen because that is a hundred percent crossing a line yeah and it didn't show it so yeah so wasn't so, dancing it yeah. was swaying so after all this awkwardness jim takes a shot at roy yeah because of what was said in the beginning of the episode of roy it's, jim says at least i didn't leave you at a hockey game high school, a high school hockey, hockey game. game and why why are you taking these shots yeah jim? like who like, do you think you are <laughs> you're not even taking a shot at roy at that point you're taking a shot at her yeah like, like you, you didn't are think this was a date this was a better date than your first date yeah you exactly you silly girl like you're married you're marrying a guy who left you like yeah at the high school hockey game and I'm glad that Pam acted the way she did. Yeah. Where... Well, I think she could have been more direct about it, where she could could have been like, "No, Roy's my fiance. Yeah, you don't get up. to talk about him like that." Yeah. But instead, she's just like, "I have work to do. Leave me alone." Yeah. She doesn't say leave me alone, but it's implied. Might as well. She like been. turns away. Yeah. And then Jim's sorry, but like that's yeah, a lot. Well, like, yeah, she straight he, up walks away, and he's like, "I'm sorry." He slowly walked past that line. Mm. It wasn't like a mistake. It wasn't a momentary lapse. Jim walked slowly yeah. across the line deliberate. and looked backwards when he missed. Like when he, I don't know. Mm. Like like he was like it, it was a joke. It, like he had time to stop, and yeah. he didn't. He still pushed it, trying to convince her that it was a date. Yeah. After the first no, like that. Feel the beats. Like, <laughs> like it's, if you're like, this is a joke, then when you don't get a f- laugh, yeah, that's when you stop it. That's why we get so mad at Michael because he pushes jokes so far because he's like, well, if I take it another level, mm-hmm. that'll get a laugh. The answer is no. And the same is with Jim right now. Like it didn't, it, it, it didn't get a laugh. And like, I'm going to guess he probably didn't. He, he wasn't looking for a laugh he was he looking for confirmation yeah on that but the same it's the same difference right like yeah the same result it makes us want to die yeah he wants he wants to get affirmed he wants yeah he wants the confirmation that he's right in his feelings yeah. and that he that anyone who likes someone else they like them back and yeah. that's fine but also but not you're getting fine. bad vibes cut it cut it off there yeah exactly ridiculous and no, there's no solution. There's no one fixing that. They no. don't fix it by the end, do they? Nope. That's the basically the end of the episode. Because yeah. I was like, oh, that's the end? Because usually they, they're pretty good about They give that bag thing. of chips. They yeah, solve exactly. that issue. Yeah. But they, they just kind of end it there. And I'm like, oh. This is a weird time where I don't actually know when the next ep- what the next episode is. Um, Would you like me to tell you the title? No. Okay. I'll see you, I'll see you next time on the Avatar, Lost Airbender. But let's start ranking. On this podcast, we rank the episode in three different ways. We have three separate lists for those rankings. The first one, mandatory viewing. If you're rewatching The Office, mm-hmm. 
but you don't want to watch everything. You only want the plot driven episodes. Story beats. Is this an important episode for that style of watch? Mm -hmm. The second list. General quality. How much did we like the episode? Did we like it more than other episodes? Did we like it less? It gets put in a list, an ordered list specifically. Yep. From best to worst. The third list. Social anxiety factor. Mm -hmm. How much did this episode make us want to die? Mm -hmm. And normally it's Michael that does it, but this time it's Jim. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just a so, little bitter about that one. Yeah, that's where we get the name of the show. Yep. The social anxiety factor. How many ooh boys are ooh. in there? Boy. Now, Brad, what's an ooh boy? Please An explain. ooh boy is a term we have here on this podcast where it describes a moment in an episode where we personally feel attacked by the awkwardness and the social anxiety that the screen gives us when the mm -hmm. photons enter our eyes and into our brains. Uh, I don't know what a photon is, but I'll run with it. It's like a particle of light. But <laughs> Or is it a wave? Is this mandatory viewing? Uh, yes. <laughs> is it? I think so. Prove it. Because Jan plus Michael equals heart. Okay. Right? Like that's... Oh, you got me good. I thought it was a no, but you're totally right about it, that one. It, it this needs is, to be in there. This is the start of the Jan Michael train. Choo-choo. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a long ride. Oh, it's bumpy ride too. And I also don't mind that because last episode we said no as well. And that hit on a super duper awkward thing between Jam, Pim, and Pim. Jam and Pim? Yeah. Between Jam, between Jim and Pan. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm Jan say, getting in here yeah. is, is confusing <laughs> yeah. things. Jan and Jim are too close. Mm. But and then Pam is also yeah a little bit close there. The three letters. Oh, Jan's four, but Jan is three letters. J A N. Where's the fourth letter? J N. It's not Jane. Oh, it's Jam. Jim and Pam. They had their super awkward stuff these past two episodes. I'm pretty sure we said Halloween. Halloween was a yes. And then this last one was no. And then this one should be a yes. We're looping back to yes. Yeah. Keeping that pattern it, going. It Yeah. It shows, though, this super duper awkwardness that is really the only thing that you could want mm -hmm. to see from the last episode that we said no to you. Don't need to see it. So yeah. I'm okay it being yes because you're right. Jan and Michael are going to have a long train. This establishes that. Plus threat level midnight becomes a running thing. It sure does. And Michael's ability to be a salesperson. I think it's important mm -hmm. for yeah. people to see Michael in his element and that he is good. There's a reason why he's the manager. Yeah. And so. it's not just because everyone else left. Yeah. <laughs> because, because I think he was good at his job. He was the best salesman. Did he start the same time as Phyllis? Cuz I know they went to high school together. I think so around like... I think so. I think Ed Truck hired them both together. Right. Maybe. I don't know. That's funny though. But right? We know that like yeah. He was hired for a reason. He was promoted for a reason. Mm -hmm. We finally get to see that. It's really nice. And then every other factor becomes a recurring thing in future episodes. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty easy yes. Yeah, I agree. I was going to disagree, but you got me on that first sentence. Also, it helps that it's a very good episode. But let's get into that list. Let's do it. Quality. Quality. This is a good episode. It is. Though, is it as good as the last episode? No, I don't think so. No, this is one of my personal favorite episodes this because I love seeing Michael like that. Yeah, this is a good episode. But I don't think it's as good as, um, what was the last the episode? The Fight. The Fight. So, The Fights are number one, right? It is our number one. 
It's going to be hard to knock off. Yeah. Our number two is Diversity Day. How do we feel about it ranking against Diversity Day? I could put it above. I'm just trying to... I'm running through Diversity Day in my head what I remember, what I'm going to remember from this in a season. Like, I think, yes. Because, yeah, I think the start... uh, Or I think Thread at Level Midnight itself. Mm -hmm. It could put... It it gets the episode up there. For sure. And And then then, working as a team to all say it, and it's hilarious, and then Dwight getting burnt. Yeah. And then... Even Michael just like making someone else laugh for real yeah. is such a funny thing at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael like actually being in a, in his element is like a really nice thing to see. Mm-hmm, for sure. Because you want to root for Michael, but it's so hard a lot of the time. At almost a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, like, and like ninety, like ninety five percent of the time, yeah. it's impossible. And now it's like, this is why I like this character. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm here for. This is why I showed up. Yeah, he this can be a hero. Episode. Yeah. If he's not a weirdo. I'm um, not saying you can't be a hero and a weirdo at the same time, but... Yeah. Number two? Yeah, I think so. List number three. Social anxiety. Social anxiety. I think this is a pretty big episode as well. Jim is a crazy person. I think Jim is the only thing, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, is that Jim... Michael actually nails it. Jim has the biggest one. Michael doesn't have one. I don't think Michael has a... Michael has a very minor one at the beginning of the meeting. Yeah. When Jan is trying to get into business and he's like, oobity babbity boobity babbity. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that, but it's like, it's Jan's he fault. had a plan. Yeah. I think at the beginning, you see Michael changing it to Chili's as a little bit of an ooh boy, but then you realize that that is Michael's it's, it's master plan and it worked. Yeah. Um, Jim has the biggest one. Dwight Definitely. getting burnt is more of a joke. It makes me laugh more than yeah. bad for him. Yeah, I don't really feel too much yeah. pain for him. This one has the one big one. I don't think it's as big as basketball, mm-hmm. but it still it still hurts me. Yeah. How? Do, okay. Once again, so if we're putting, I think it's below basketball. Yeah. But does it go above Diversity Day? Because that's our number three. I could I could put it below Diversity Day too. Yeah. Because the slap yeah. and the racial tension in Mr. White and Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that's a not a feel-good episode, but yeah. it's also a good episode. Last episode was a lot. Mm-hmm. Last episode had one big boy, a bigger gym one, I think. Yeah. Though he's so weird in this one. And a bunch of little ones uh-huh. with the fight. Um, yeah, I could say it goes under diversity day. Okay, does it go below sexual harassment? Mm. That's our next one, number five. Hmm. Number four, sorry. What do you think? I think we're forgetting about the th- stuff we don't want to talk about. That's pretty bad. The next morning with Michael, not great. Yeah, but not great. It doesn't make me feel good, but it didn't make me want to die either. But you're right. It does have, it should be factored. The in. implications are Yeah, not the danger my it could be. Actually, you know what? It is, it's like, un, it's more unfair than anything. Yeah. Above? Place that right at that uh, underneath diversity day? Because the Jim Pam thing does get me. It gets Jim me more Pam, than most things. I think, yeah. Sexual harassment like, was a good, was it was, had some ooh boys. I think I want to put it below. I don't know why, but I just got a gut feeling that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Just for the, yeah. Cool. So shall it be written, so shall it be done? Is that the saying? I believe so. Sick. Is that relevant right now? I believe so. Cool. Has, has it been written? Uh, it, it has a space for it. Okay. <laughs> I consider that done. I'll, I'll write it when we're not recording. Is that it? It is it. 
Good work. Well, where can they find us? They can find us um, wherever podcasts are sold. I'm talking Stitcher. I'm okay. talking. Why is that the first one? I don't know. Get it out of the way first. I'm talking Google Play. I'm talking the iTunes Store. I'm talking Spoofy. Spotify. Spoofy. Yeah, that's a joke. From, that's a Game Grumps joke. Yeah, that's a Game Grumps joke. And so on all, pretty much whatever podcast are sold, we can find us there. Yeah. Um, Overcast or Pocket Cast or all, yeah. the, all those weird I use Overcast. That's just I use Pocket Cast. There you go. Um, but you can also find us on the social medias. If you want to email us, it's msgmsa underscore pod at, at gmail.com. Give us a little uh, email email. That'd be really nice. Um, you can find us on Twitter at msgmsa.pod. Yes. Um, give us a little tweet tweet. Um, then you can find our parent account, Thunderdog Radio, on Twitter and Instagram. Where? Twitter and Instagram. What account? What's the at? Thunder, at Thunderdog Radio. There you go. But if you really want to make us happy, boys, you can give us a review on iTunes, and maybe you will show up on our world-famous Reviews Days Tuesdays. Yeah, it gets multiple views. It gets multiple views. It gets multiple likes, I it's guess. It's almost in the double digits at this point. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it did hit double digits of likes. So if you want to do that, give us a review, and we might uh, feature it on there. We probably it, will, eventually. That, that'd be lovely. And that's us. That's it. Okay. Cool. See ya. Thanks for listening. That was a Thunderdog podcast.